When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Talking real money. Podcast, video, all things to all people. So glad you're there. Here in Florida, I'm Don McDonald. Up there in Washington State, that's Tom Cock. We are the hosts of Talking Real Money, the radio show, the podcast, and now the very exciting, incredibly popular with 285 people YouTube videos, or maybe 290 by the time, you know, I don't know. Could be 300. Could have had a big rush. Hey, uh, you live in a house, right? I do. Yeah. And all of you probably do, too, or an apartment. But if you live in a house or a condo or a townhouse, cabin in the woods, uh, you uh, probably are aware that this has been an interesting time. These have been interesting times for real estate. I mean, 2007, the house in which I am living, this is the house right here, um, It, I was. we were offered a million dollars in too late 2007 for our house houses were selling like hotcakes everybody was flipping houses you know they were lining up to buy new condos it was ridiculous and crazy what happened the next year oh yeah, yeah. well now we're back to that point again and i'm trying <laughs> to get my house sold <laughs> Okay, uh, this is part, not that kind of part, show. That part is of another problem. channel. It's Dr. Phil, and he will be talking about this later on his program. Tune in part for that. Part of the problem is that there are emotions. There, This is part of the issue with real estate, particularly homes, is they're not just investments. There are emotions and massive amounts of emotions, particularly uh, it, it, for one party in most households, it's like one person who gets very emotionally attached to the house. In this case, it's my wife. So it's challenging. But what should you do? You're you're getting older. You've got equity in your house. What should you do with this, this big chunk of change that's just sitting there locked away in that building you're living in? And let, well, let's talk a little more about the current situation, because if you have owned a home for a period of time. I, I just similar experience. Except I bought the house that I live in literally right at the peak. I was left. I said, I think they rang a bell and then said, Oh, Tom's in everything went straight down. And he finally got back, back to the value that he paid well, for it in 2000. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, and my next door neighbor was in the business. He had borrowed more money to put in a very fancy backyard with a Creek and all that stuff in the waterfall. And he got foreclosed on and, Prices mm-hmm. went down dramatically. I think it was. I think at one point I realized I was down about forty percent from where I purchased the house. It was pretty steep. So now, basically, real estate can be as volatile as stocks. Yeah, okay. You don't. They don't price it every moment by moment. You don't 
see there's not a channel that uh, tells you don mcdonald's house just went from this to this uh, now, actually it, there is it's, well it's called zillow except they don't do it in your car you have to go online to do that they don't unless they don't you're on your it, iphone they don't push it in your face all the time the way they do with stocks like <laughs> yours estimate is i know so yes you're right you can go find out so that adds by the way <clears throat> i think for stocks a level of emotion that gets people worked up and makes them do bad things if you're one of those people though that goes to zillow all the time and sees whoa look at the value of my house what should i do well, I think there's a couple things to consider if you're in your 50s and 60s. First of all, I don't know that it's a good idea to borrow a lot of money against your home or take equity out as you get older to uh, spend it on other things. I, uh, the, it's a shocking number to me. $50 billion came out of home equity in the first quarter of this year, the largest amount since. Oh, Two- oh really? 2007? Come yeah. on. Surprising, yeah. I mean, housing price went that. People took money out. And then what happened next? Oh, that's right. Prices went down. I would be cautious about taking money out of my home equity, especially as I move closer to retirement. And I'm really trying to make sure that I have an asset there that I could use if I needed to later. Number two, they still this aspect that comes up all the time. Should I pay off my mortgage? I still see people out there, Dave Ramsey and others, that are telling you, pay it off. Go into retirement debt free. And I don't know that that's a good idea when interest rates and when you could go refinance your mortgage at around 3% today. I know they've gone up a little bit since I refied, I think, late last year. So I would rather see you refinance that at a very low interest rate, carry that forward for a period of time. That's okay. Rather than taking cash that you could invest and remain liquid with into retirement. It doesn't make sense to me to take that and pay the mortgage down. Um, And at the end of the day, Don, this is something we've talked about many, many times about real estate. I see people still wanting to buy second homes for reasons of lifestyle, which is fine. In my take, you can go stay anywhere, do anything you like lifestyle-wise today with Airbnb, all those things. But that if that's a preference of yours, if you need to own an overpriced piece of real estate on an island. Wow, is that Sound, an opinion? Then oh, brother. go right ahead. Oh, brother. <laughs> then go ahead. Uh, but I think real estate, and again, should be a lifestyle decision. It's not a financial one. If you buy today, there is a good chance, especially in our region, that you may be underwater for a decade because prices have gone. I, I, I had a guy on my referee crew last night that is in real estate, been in real estate for a while. He has no listings, none. He can't get anyone who wants to sell their house because they, where would they move? They, they got to right. live somewhere. And that's the issue. I've yeah. talked to a lot of people who said, yeah, I could sell my house and sure. get a million dollars, but where would I go? So you see, I, I have yeah. the answer to that when I already have another house. Yes. you. I you, just want to move into it. Well, you actually have two other houses, but that's okay. one is a house. If it's got wheels, it's not a house. Well, you could take the wheels off. That would be okay. Well, but it is, life, it could be a off. residence. And I still think that's you in the long haul. Oh, it, it, no, no, no. It'll have not a little lo- satellite no, dish no, on it. You'll no. be talking to the world. I, if it was just, just done. Yes. 
You camp at my right next to my house there. Be perfect. It was just done. Yes. Right. Would I be camping at your house? No. Oh, come on. You got to have would, a driveway there. It's perfect. I would be up. The in, bear comes up that driveway. I, actually, I'd be I'd be doing cool national and state parks all over the place and yeah. historical battlefields and which we will still do, my friend. Anyway, yeah. so I have we all of those are on the East Coast. Sorry, you oh, got to come this way. You want any good battle? There's not no, any there's good ones. In Colorado. Oh, no. Colorado oh, is a Civil War battle site. You can go visit. Yeah, it's not much. Trust right. me, that was not a big battle. No, no, all the like big ones Antietam. were in. You want to so, go? You want to all the big ones in Virginia? That's it. Just yeah. go to Virginia. And I've been to the. Uh, I've been to Bull Run. So anyway, Bull Run it was named yeah, after okay. you. Yeah, it sounds good. So <laughs> this is a confusing time. Um, I would yeah. be deciding where I wanted to live, how much house I need. And then designing it that way, rather than saying, I'm going to invest, I'm going to get rich, I have to own a second home, I need to pay down my mortgage. Those are the mistakes I see people making. And I think you're overthinking it if you do. That's my takeaway. And remember, historically, the problem with real estate is a couple of things. One, as Tom mentioned, you don't see the price flashed up on your computer screen every day unless you're looking, which today you can, but in the past you couldn't. Um, and real estate is always, almost always a leveraged investment. So the, if you get any steady increase, leverage makes that increase look bigger than it really is because of the power of leverage. Leverage also works against you in a down market. So bear in mind the actual long-term return on real estate has been about 3% per year or about 1% after inflation. That's far lower than the return on stocks uh, over and, bond. that, and bonds over yeah. a similar period. So um, it's. And you're liquid when it's stocks and bonds. You can get the money if you need it. It's oftentimes in a difficult market. We've all been there where markets go down, you try to sell, you don't have a buyer. I know that's the opposite of that today. So everybody uh-huh. feels like I'm rich. It's easy. That could turn very, very quickly. We don't. We know. we have a short, short memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have some questions for us, give us a call at eight five five nine three five talk. You can leave your questions twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, or you can send them in at talkingrealmoney.com. You can also get some time with one of our advisors at our fee only financial advice firm, uh, fiduciary financial advice firm, Vestry, for free. For nothing, no obligation, and no sales pitch, we promise, just by going to vestry.com and setting up an appointment. It's really easy. A lot of people do it. Yeah, they do. Lots. They do. Lots. I enjoy talking to them. Yeah, he it's actually fun. does. It's, you know, it'd make me crazy, but but he does. I can't. Do you I, have a question? I have a or short you? memory. Uh, I'm short. I'm sorry, Tom. Short, I, I have a short. Oh, you know, we forgot to say who we were. I'm Don McDonald. That guy's Tom Cock. This is Talking Real Money. I do have a question for you about managed funds. Uh Uh-huh. Hello. That's how it starts. I have learned a lot from listening to your podcast. Thank you for the no-nonsense advice. I've heard you many times talk about fees, ETFs, and index funds versus managed funds. I understand the concept. Moving forward, I only invest in ETFs and index funds. My question is, I have a fund, F-B-A-L-X, that's Fidelity Balanced, that appears 
to be managed. Expense ratio is 0.52%, but the returns are pretty good. Should I dump it? Also, is there an easy way to determine if a fund is managed? Tom. Wow. Uh, good questions. By the way, I do want to mention around exchange traded funds, ETFs. Just by owning an ETF does not mean you have a passive or index fund. There are actively managed exchange traded funds. So that's an important thing to pay attention to. Um, well, in terms of whether or not you know it's an index fund or not, generally it's labeled. Generally, it's a higher expense, like 0.52 in today's world, where you can go buy exchange traded funds for 0.1. You know, you can pretty clearly see that that's an index product, not an active. Just think it through. In an actively managed mutual fund or exchange traded fund, you got to pay the people that are picking the stocks. You got to pay the analysts that are telling them how to pick the stocks. It's more expensive on the back end, right, for the accounting and all that because there's a lot more going on. If it simply owns an index or it's index like, your expenses are less because. This is a mechanical disciplined approach rather than someone waking up and saying, sell AMC and buy GameStop. So you can, it's generally the expense ratio and generally it is labeled. Do you have another way, Don, to definitely yeah, discern? Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. When they have the, the name index in their, port, in their uh, fund name, you will know sure. it's an index. You won't always know otherwise. Um, and Fidelity does not have a balanced index. You can build your own. And we've got that with our three fund uh, from Fidelity uh, at TalkingRealMoney.com because you get the U.S. fund, you get the international fund, you get the bond fund, put 40% in the bond fund, split the the 60%, 30-30 in the U.S. and the international, and basically you have a globally diversified index balanced fund. Yeah, and I think and Vanguard's a, balanced index fund is just U.S. stocks, if, I, if I'm correct. It is. It is. Well, Fidelity's balanced so, is just U.S. stocks, but too. But Vanguard's so get, balanced has an index, a balanced index fund, Vanguard, which would be a lower exact, cost. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. Yeah. Vanguard has a balanced index, and let me see what its expense ratio is. The expense I think ratio is less than half of FBLAX. Let's see. Balanced Fidelity. index is VBIAX and its expense ratio is 0.07%. Yeah. So 0.07% cheap percent cheap, cheap versus 0.52%. You could do the math on that. You can clearly see. So, but yeah, like, I mean, you're not getting again, the reason that I like the three funds which are very uh, for either uh, Schwab, Fidelity or Vanguard is you're getting greater diversification and you're getting it at an extremely low cost, as Don said, it takes a little more work, right? You're not just buying one fund and putting it all in there because um, you got to buy the three and you have to divide it up and you probably should be rebalancing, which is something we'll talk about in a future podcast. Um, so those things make it a little more difficult to operate, to pay attention to, but um, they're probably going to have better performance over the long haul. No guarantee of that, but probably. No. Uh, but the fact of the matter is they the reason they probably will is quite simple. It's not that an index fund is better than an actively managed fund. They're not. They're as good as the market. The reason is the reduction in expenses. Basically, if the two funds performed identically, the Fidelity balanced 
and the Vanguard balanced index, if they performed identically, just due to the lower expense ratio, the Vanguard fund is going to return almost a half a percent more per year. And there's another reason, by the way. So just think this through. If you went and bought a Range Rover, big car, and then one morning you went out to your garage to start the car and drive off and you had a Honda Civic, you would be unhappy. If you buy a mutual fund that says it's one thing and then you wake up another day and it's something else because there's an active manager there who's decided that the Range Rover wasn't very good, but the Civic was better. I personally don't want to own things like that. I'd rather have the index where I always know what I own. And for my, for me, by the way, that's the Honda Pilot. Yeah, but there. you know, that analogy though for a oh, Fidelity Balance Fund. For really, Fidel- really, really good. Think about it. Fidelity Balance Fund would be more like a- I uh, didn't say they were like either one. I just said, I want to know what I own like a, every day. It's kind of like a Nissan versus a Toyota right, or, okay. you know- The gold wing test. That's the only ro- one I yeah, care it's about. Like, it's like one day you have a $300,000 Lamborghini in the garage. Okay. And the next day you have an old Yugo. <laughs> okay. That's a better analogy. There you go. No, it's so- not. It's worse. That's even worse. <laughs> It's a terrible analogy. You don't own what you intended to own. That's the point when you buy an actively managed fund. And we've seen this time in material. It's happened many times. In addition to you being a Luddite, you're not exactly a car guy either. No, I am. I would stick with soccer analogies. Okay, I'll come up with one there for the next show. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Watch out, how's, corner flag how's is that, all I have to say. How's that, how's that corner flag wound doing today? <laughs> My ankle still hurts. <laughs> all right, folks. We're so glad you're there. If you uh, like what you hear, please tell a friend. If you like what you see, please tell about 30 friends because we got to catch up with Paul Merriman. <laughs> That's all going to be a tall order, but we'll try. And if you really like us, then go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And go watch our YouTube channel because uh, we're gonna we're doing this week we're doing another uh, triumvirate podcast with uh, Tom, Paul, and Don all together in one one video extravaganza on this channel. Same this bat channel. time, yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is called a channel on YouTube. There you go. Okay, thanks for being there. Take care. I'm Don. That's Tom. We talk real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?